In 2017, I located a box of my late grandfather's memoirs. My sister Justine took it upon herself to organize his quirky tales. We felt a podcast would do his stories justice. While we didn't know him very well, through his words we have connected with our grandfather in a way like never before. His extraordinarily ordinary memories live on. I'm Janica, and together with my sister Justine, we are the proud granddaughters of Ernest J. Hamer Jr. And you're listening to The Unimportance of Being Ernie podcast. You'll hear a conversational style approach with storytelling and a few Australian history lessons sprinkled in along the way. We hope you enjoy. We made it. We have officially started a podcast in honor of our grandfather, Just. So hello, I'm Janica. And I'm Justine. We'd like to welcome you to the unimportance of being Ernie. We thought it was such an appropriate title for this podcast. Just why don't you tell those of you out there who are listening, who is Ernie? I'm sure you're wondering. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so Ernie is not a celebrity. He's not anyone you would know and, and not anyone of extreme importance. However, he was our grandfather, um, Ernest J. Hamer Jr. And he meant something to us. And just, just like any of you out there, definitely just wrote down his life and it was exceedingly interesting. Uh, <laughs> so Janica found his stories and eventually I wanted to give her a gift and so wrote those stories down and gifted them to her and that's how this whole thing has kind of started. Yeah, I would, I would say that that was a brilliant wedding gift, A. B, Justine and I had a grandfather, Ernie, who we knew but didn't really know. He passed yes. away as, you know, like early, early on in and our we were life. only little girls. Yeah. And we cared about girls. his life as much as any little girl might, which is <laughs> pretty much not at all. <laughs> well, okay, let's not say that uh, because it sounds like we're terrible Absolute. granddaughters. No, but no, he wasn't. Is... It was more the fact of when you're that young you don't know the importance of kind of what has been and it's only as you grow older and experience life and and go oh that's actually quite interesting to know about someone whereas when you're little you just want people to know about you so and I think we were kind of still (laughs) in that phase where we just didn't know about our granddad or even know what to ask him about his life so yeah I think that I would like to share my memories of him. That is, so our grandfather lived in a town in the, in Western Australia, in a town called Geraldton, where we would visit every school holiday now, or school vacation, if you're listening in the States. And every time we would visit him, he always smelled like cigars or cigarettes because he was a chain smoker. (laughs) 
would you agree yeah he was a chain smoker (laughs) and he also smelled like woodwork which was so cool that from having his workshop laid out in the shed in the backyard right next to where grandma parked her car and having his own time in the shed don't bother him don't even go near the shed that was what Mm. I remember of granddad however he did teach me to stamp collect and he was an avid collector of stamps he mailed he would send mail to I, I don't know where these people were from somewhere in Europe and they would mail him back with stamps on the envelopes and he would remove them through the process of uh, soaking it and I just remember doing that with him and he start he jump started my stamp collection with me yes and that's what I remember of him he was really interested in that so cool I didn't know about the the sending stamps so that was yeah yes had a a few pen pals yeah I do remember (laughs) um something he's only ever sent one letter to us and the letter itself it was kind of it looked like it would have in the olden days with a seal but it was a sticker seal and you opened it up and it read um luckily you weren't in the 18th century you would have had to pay to receive this letter and that and that was it (laughs) (laughs) that was the entire (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't remember that at all (laughs) yeah yeah so um funny (laughs) if you don't mind we're just going to take a quick break now and uh we'll be back a little later okay So that was quick. Right. Thank you for your patience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, just one thing I wanted to, to quickly add as well is that I do remember that he would make us a few things um, from his wood, love of woodwork. And one of those things that Janica and I played with a lot every time we went up to Geraldton, which was a wonderful five-hour drive from Perth, uh, was a chalkboard and we would ah. sit on either side a lot of the time and just draw on this chalkboard and make up games and whatnot so yes so he did make a wonderful toy for us to enjoy while we we're up in Geraldton. Wow I'm having a, a flashback that I completely <laughs> forgot about a memory. Yeah. I'm also remembering we used to run around in his backyard grandma and granddad's backyard they had yeah. crab grass and so you'd run around yeah. <laughs> with bare feet and they'd have what were like paper cuts all over your yes. feet stinging yeah. so badly yeah. <laughs> we never learned our lesson we just kept yeah. running around in the what was known yeah. as crab grass <laughs> you just kind of stop after I'm like ah oh, my feet sting <laughs> <laughs> yes so okay so you all pretty much know as much as we knew about our grandfather up until 2017 where I found and I knew he was typing memoirs but I didn't really understand what that was as a child 
But finding the box, when I was staying over at Dad's, when visiting Perth in Australia on a trip there, staying in Dad's guest room, and our father's name is Peter, by the way, in the guest room, I found a box. And within the box, I, of course, snooped because it was interesting. Granddad's (laughs) memoirs. What? What are these? Oh, this might be interesting. Take them all out. And I'm finding these memoirs, they're typed with a typewriter, photocopied. And there's maybe two or three photocopies of every page. It's in complete disarray. But I managed to find one called my early, is it the my early army career? Is that what it's my called? Unusual my career. unusual army career. Yes. So I started reading it. And and what I realized was, wow, her grandfather, Ernie, he's a little bit cynical and quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, he's got humor and cynicism and sort of wraps them up in this comical ball of words that when he's describing situations and people, I really was entertained and thought, wow, this resonates with me. And I am decades past when he experienced his unusual army career just starting off in World War II as an underling, you know, underage underling, trying to get in with his couple of mates. And I felt like, wow, I have to show my sister. So I invited you, Justine, yeah. my sister, I invited her out to lunch one day to our, fa- our father's favourite cafe sort of on a corner. I don't remember where the cafe was, but excellent food, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Very Perth. We yeah, got a cafe. very. <laughs> oh, and if I should explain this, Justine lives in Perth. I live in Boston in United States. And so she's in Australia. I'm in the US. And we are doing this podcast from overseas together. If there's feedback or a bit of breakup, you know, you get it. We're all trying to navigate this virtual world at the same time. Yeah. So, with that said, I didn't tell Justine I found these memoirs and I invited her to the cafe. It was 11 o'clock. We sat down, we got some lunch and I, I remember this. I pulled it out as we're sitting to relax. I said, I've got something for you. I'm going to start reading it. She's like, what? Granddad's memoirs. So we're probably sitting there for hours, belly laughing everybody's around everybody who is around us has left and kind of like what are these girls doing (laughs) you know when you have okay allow me to explain it this way when you have a belly laugh that's that you've used your muscles around your stomach and your abs (laughs) so much from laughing that they hurt and you can't laugh anymore because it hurts that's ha- that's what happened with our grandfather's first story, the un- my unusual army career, and we we realized, my goodness, our grandfather had such a great way of storytelling. How do we bring this to life? And so I think it's good that I pass it off now to you, Jess, Justine, so that you can 
then explain how you got involved and what your story is around these memoirs going forward from there. Yes. So um, I didn't really follow up on it after that, um, that day. However, uh, I had it in the back of my mind when I went and visited grandma, my grandma, and I thought, oh, maybe she wouldn't mind um, having one of granddad's stories as well. And at the same time, uh, Eugen, you were about to get married and I really wanted to give you a gift. Um, so I thought, oh, I remember this. She really liked these stories and hmm. I haven't read through them yet, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. And I wrote up just one of his early days at Dampier or something, just something about his mining in, um, later on in life. And as I was typing it, I was just enjoying it immensely. Um, wow. <laughs> and it's, it is a bit of a process that I dedicated myself to. And still it is all hard copy. Yeah. yeah. It's still all very hard copy. Um, and as you can see, it's all this, you know, typewriter typed uh, stuff. And I finished off the one story. I print it, I put it together in a little makeshift booklet um, and I gifted it to my grandma first because I thought, I think she'd like to have something of granddad if she still remembers him. She definitely did, but I don't think she remembered like recent phases of granddad. However, when I was reading it to her, because her eyes were quite tired at that time, I realised how many mistakes were in the book. <laughs> Just oh, no. typing errors and missed words. I went, oh, okay, this isn't as easy as I thought. So I had to devise a way of just editing to make sure that I was, I was properly getting his words. And for me, it was very important not to change it up. So as much as I'm getting a lot of blue underlines saying this is grammatically incorrect or, hey, you can say this better, I just go, <laughs> no, I, I need to leave it or it just doesn't sound the same. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I'm so glad this, you did that. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you. So all of this was pretty much exactly his words. Um, <laughs> I might have added a commie here or, or like a space there or whatnot. So right. very few adjustments. And yeah, just making sure I properly edit so it is correct. Yeah. And anyway, to move beyond that, I did have extra time when it came to Janica's wedding gift because um, our dad and my daughters were going to fly over. I was like, oh, rather than sending it, I can just send it with them. So I just went into a frenzy and I looked for <laughs> small, like things I could type up in time. I'm like, oh, I still have time typed up another story I still have time and then it kind of came to about I don't know 10 different poems and short stories and such and so I put it together in a little booklet and sent it off as a gift and I said hey Jen I have a gift for you a wedding gift she goes no 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 don't spend any money on me it's okay I don't need a gift and I don't know how did you feel when you received the gift Jen I, I had tears in my eyes. I just was blown away that you had spent all of that time organizing and putting it, putting it into a, into a folder, like binded really beautifully, uh, like a leather binder. So 
when I was reading it, I thought, my gosh, I know this is just part of his collection of stories and tales and poems and memoirs. And some of them, I, I really thought, my goodness, is this true? Or what does that mean? How could that happen? So I know you and I, we, as we talk and we unfold some of these stories and unpack what, what's really going on, some of the terms that were used back then, what do they mean now? What was he referring to? And I, the, this is what makes it so special because it, it's such a true, uh, what's the word, a true, it's quite true to Australian history in, in this snapshot of Western Australia alone. I feel like there's not really much else that he talks about in the other part of Australia, except for his army career, right? Where yeah, he, where a little bit the, of the Eastern States and a little, little bit, bit of, of Papua New Guinea. So, right. But okay. Otherwise but it's pretty much very much Western West Australia. Based. Australia. Yeah. And I feel as though when you, and you said this to me, when you look at the history from back then, it's also factual. You don't really have an account that is, it's a, it's a story, they're stories and they're entertaining. And I just keep reading it. Every time I read something, I think this is brilliant, granddad. Where on earth did you come up with come this up with stuff? And <laughs> <laughs> of course, this podcast, you're going to hear what we're talking about and we'll be laughing along the way and hopefully you'll be laughing along with us and enjoying the stories and, and the memoirs. But I, I keep thinking, I kept thinking and saying to Justine, and you typed this up a few years back, 2020, 2020, it's now 2022, you're still typing more. And I remember you saying, I think I've got two more years of trying to get through the rest of this. <laughs> even today, you just sent me more of his memoirs and I thought, oh my goodness, we're going to be, we've got to have a long podcast, I think. <laughs> well, I've got to say, it's because I did take a sabbatical um, yeah. for about six months because I started working and such. It was so hard to kind of find that time to put in for it again. So right. really, um, I could probably bust it out within this year, but I just want to take my time and, and enjoy it while I'm writing it. So no rush. It'll get done yeah. and it will be read. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, our goal with this podcast is to let you enjoy these memoirs and stories and poems the way that we have found enjoyment as well. So, yeah, yeah I think uh, as long as we honour Ernest J. Hamer Jr., then mm -hmm. I think we will be doing, we'll be doing him, his, a service. him a service. <laughs> yeah, I really feel that way. And so, yep. Uh, Please I think enjoy. Concludes our introduction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right okay <laughs> we can listen to the next episode <laughs> <laughs> all right for real we just go into the next episode and thanks for listening bye thank you for listening hit the subscribe button if you'd like access to the newest episodes as they release 
We love that you want to hear what Ernie had to say, and he had a lot to say. Stay tuned for more to come.